0: A good Sunday afternoon from Washington, D.C. Metro. I'm Mike Seum for Airy International Sports. For all good feature stories, log into aerie-international-sports.org international sports one word, .org. We are trying to use that website to educate the public about Eritrean sports. So we're going to talk about the World Cup qualifying that took place in Eritrea and also other topics for those of you listeners who have been really uh, amazingly following um, our Facebook page. And so it is, uh, as you know, Eritrea uh, kicked off its uh, 2022 Qatar FIFA World Cup qualifying campaign with a preliminary round clash against Namibia last uh, Wednesday. Uh, the loss 2-1, to one. everybody saw it. A beautiful game by Eritrea until, of course, uh, the second half where we made a couple of mistakes. And uh, we played very well in the second half as well. And um, as you know, Goitom uh and the nine players from Sweden, I believe uh, seven players from Sweden, arrived the night before and those were simply because of the rules rather than the exception, because uh, some of those players were not able to leave their teams on time. Hopefully FIFA will uh, do something about that in the future, give us more time, but this is our first try, bringing in players from the outside. So, uh, hey, we gotta work with what we got. The great part about it is Coach Adam Seged, and the technical staff at ENFF, the International National Football Federation, did a very good job because they've been training for uh, a long time, utilizing the under 20 players that have been very successful. And so I think bringing some of those players, mixing them with a couple of uh, adult uh, players that we had from uh, previous um, uh, teams uh, from the 2015 and uh, you know players like Ali Suleiman, Jonas Solomon, these guys are absolutely incredible. So uh, adding them with, with the uh, three players, Izara Kaai who came uh, from the United States uh, to Eritrea and uh, did a very, very good job uh, of playing on on Wednesday, uh, was a very good uh, player at the University of Akron. Uh, I think he made a case for himself as, a, as, a, as an excellent player. Um, anyways, to make a long story short. Eritrea is looking good, to be honest with you. We do have a lot of talent. It's a matter of gelling the team together, and we were, we fell short on time. And so now in Namibia, hopefully our strategy will change a little bit. I've discussed this before on Facebook with a lot of followers listening. And I think that you know uh, the lineups are going to be very uh, important for us because, first of all, we are playing a much bigger and stronger team in terms of um, some of the uh, players that are playing in the middle and defense and even the offense of uh, the the Namibian squad, which wasn't a very bad team at all. They just got done playing in the African Nations Cup. And uh, even though they didn't have good results, they didn't compete very well against teams like Morocco and Ivory Coast, um, and they even scored against uh, Ivory Coast. So they're not a bad team in the offensive side. Now their defense is a little, You know, uh, we can penetrate that defense. I think we have the offensive weapons to do that. Their goalkeeper is a very strong, tall, big goalkeeper who actually did a very good job against Eritrea on Wednesday in Osmara. And, you know, uh, I think that overall the um, national team uh, needs to really, really start uh, working on defense. That's pretty much in a nutshell. Our, our, our biggest uh, concern for, for Tuesday's game in, in uh, Sam Nujoma Stadium. Uh, Sam Nujoma, the famous Namibian leader uh, who helped uh, get Namibia its independence, a uh, great guy. And uh, of course, Namibia, a great country, um, and hopefully uh, will host our, our players uh, nicely, and I know they will. And so uh, with that, I want to say I will announce, and I can announce some of the players that are uh, based out of the outside of Eritrea, and so that you guys know who they are. And, uh, you know, I don't want to uh, give out names. Uh, I, don't know how, I don't know what the starting lineup is. I have no um, uh, information on that, and I think it's best that I don't have any information or anybody else doesn't have any information. Uh, coach Alam Seged knows best right now. He's a coach. And, yes, we have some people who may know soccer at the highest of levels. We have actually sent some of them back to Eritrea, but we have to respect also the work that the Eritrea National Football Federation has done in um, educating, spending all those times uh, uh, teaching and planning, roadmapping the national team program. Yes, our historic um, records really indicates that players are running away. Uh, a lot of it had uh, to do with economic um, issues. And I'm hoping that this is not gonna be a political thing. We need to just build a national team that's gonna make Eritrea proud. I don't think any area going to be opposed to that. So at the end of the day, you know, we bring in the uh, diaspora players, the local players, you know, homegrown players, all those, it is going to help our national program. So we have to look at it in a sense. So let's not really be critical because we are at that building stage and we're also being thrown out to the fire um, as we build. And so with that, I want to give you some um, hints of, uh, of I, don't know, I don't know, like I said, who's going to start, but i'll give you the names of the players from the outside that are going to be a part of the team in namibia and how coach uh, Adam segden and technical stuff puts them in that's their own decision you know we can't get into that but me as an individual uh, mike and also Area international sports we've been working very hard to try and identify players from the outside and send them back home we did that and izana casa is one uh, one player that that became a result And also there's a couple other players that should be able to play and that are very good players. And I'm hoping that the uh, coaches will understand and see that these guys are capable of playing along with some of the great players from home, like Ali Suleiman and Jonas Solomon, who plays in Sudan. Um, we even have a couple other, Eob Tolda who played very well, uh, who created the goal uh, to be able to pass to Henok, and Henok passed it and allowed Ali Suleiman to score. So, you know, and Henok Goitom, amazing guy, great leader, great captain, just love the attitude, the behavior, the thought, the nationalism that is connected with Henok Goitom is really historic in proportions. I think that when it's said and done, Henok Goitom is going to be a great leader, a great coach, and he's also going to be probably going to go down as one of the greatest players that Eritrea, um, an Eritrean, because he considers himself Eritrean, even though he was born in Sweden, uh, has ever uh, play, He might end up being the legend of the legends. And, you know, Ahmed Abdullah is the other one I always talk about. Ahmed, uh, of course, made his uh, playing um, career in the Middle East. As you know, he's got all kinds of records in the Asian. We did a feature on him on uh, Sports.org. That's, again, E R I. Dash international sports.org. go in there and look at some of the stories that we have in there for you. It's a magazine style website. We're also trying to turn it into a non-profit to be able to collect some funds and help out our programs from the grassroots and not only soccer, but all our sports. So with that, I'll leave you guys and I'll say, captain, of course, he's going to be there. Um, you saw him play from the USA, the University of Akron and also played at Virginia Beach uh, last and did very well uh sanna iob hagos plays for the norwegian premier league and uh, of course a great scorer great hustler you guys may not have heard him but i'm hoping that he's going to be utilized also muhammad saeed wow amazing player played in the mls did very well and i'm hoping that muhammad Said is going to have a big part in this um coming game in namibia uh the other one is christopher forsell a great player uh, from Sweden as well, uh, had a tryout with LA Galaxy, uh, he was invited to their, uh, to their uh, combine, did very well, and I think uh, for has got a great, great midfield ability to to distribute the ball. The other uh, big prize that we have is Golgol Mabratu, whom we uh, Air Area International did a, 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 an interview with when he first started in Australia, but now currently making his home in uh, Hungary. Uh, where he plays for Puskas, the famous Puskas Academy. Uh, Puskas, as you know, is one of the leading scorers in World Cup history, and uh, uh, Golgo plays for that team. So there you go. Golgo is in in Namibia with the national team. I'm hoping everything worked out to where he will be able to get in and get a couple of goals for us. Alexander Andu is also a young guy playing in uh, Sweden for IFK Stocksund. And uh, still a lower division, a second division, but great player, physically tall. Hopefully we get to use him. Ermias Tekie Simon, another player from uh, Hallenberg and IF in Sweden. A little bit older, but also not a bad, uh, bad player. Hopefully he'll help us out. Milkias Andu, uh, midfielder, playing for Nuros FC in Sweden. Also, I believe in a lower division, in a second division. And we had also a player that left from Canada by the name of uh, Mikael Kalam. Uh, Mikhail actually uh, got a little bit ill in, in Eritrea and did not get a chance to join the team. Uh, the other one I'm very high on is a very experienced defender by the name of Robel Asfaha. Robel um, plays defense, great, big size. Uh, reminds me of Sennai who played in the 2015 uh, game against uh, Botswana when Henok was there. Uh, similar player. They play for the same team. Tall guy. Uh, lots of skills. I think he could be a good defender. And he plays for the Sandebergs IK in Sweden. Uh, Robel is a leader. He's a great um, uh, Big guy who has good good vision. And the other one that we're looking at is hopefully he'll get some, some playing time. Is Abel Sukwar uh, will probably be the youngest player from the diaspora. A very talented tall player with great vision on the field. He's young but very mature for his age as, uh, as we did a scouting report on him. Also another player by the name of um, Haile Solomon Abaga who went from London. And Haile, by the way, um, was a little out of shape because Brighton didn't have an expectation to to, to be called on the national team, but we did get him there. And we had the uh, team scouts look at him and he did very well, actually great player, but unfortunately he will not be traveling uh, because of the amount of players that we have. But uh, yeah, let's look for Haile Salomo in the future. Great kid from uh, London, great future, uh, great personality, great leadership. I'm very high on him and I have high respect for, for Haile. And then the other one we're looking at is Samioma Alexander, who didn't get a, a lot of playing time the other day, but you know, as you recall, Samioma makes his playing, um, I believe in Sudan, and I don't know where he's playing right now. We'll find out more details on him. Uh, Jonas Solomon did very well. And so these are the players that actually are going to be playing from the diaspora and with the addition of the under 20. And you know, some players who did not make it at all. So remember, we still have about four or five players playing top level soccer right now around the world. We uh, were not able to get them. I'm hoping that in the future, once we do well here in Namibia, if we do advance somehow by miracles, uh, these players are going to be able to join us. And we're going to build a strong team with plenty of time, plenty of training. And hopefully FIFA will make exceptions for for some of those players to go way ahead of time because, you know, just a day before the game, to me, is uh, absurd. And I think Henok had a game. All the other Swedish um, delegation had games Golgol had a game that weekend. Sennai had a game. You know, all of them in Europe had games. And I mean, how are you able to uh, participate for a national team? And then, you know, we also have to prepare their paperwork for them to get to play. So uh, with that, I'd like to end it. I want to predict that Eritrea is going to win by two goals in Namibia. Uh, Hopefully my my words become true. If not, I will not be disappointed at all. I think it's a great try. I think it's a great start. I think we have great under 15 program. The grassroots are doing well in Eritrea. The under 20s look pretty good. We need to build an under 17 team. We need to build a women's team and women actually are are gonna have to also uh, uh, work harder. We're gonna try to find and identify players from the diaspora if there are any to take them back home. But we also have great players back home. We also have a futsal program. So we're gonna try to build a whole National program—that's the idea. We'll give you guys updates each time, every week. We'll uh, keep you updated on uh, soccer and other um, topics that are related to sports. You know, we'll try to keep the—we'll uh, um, try to keep the um, podcast for about 15 minutes, no longer than that. So, with that, I want to say thank you. And if you have any questions, answers, concerns, additional ideas, please. Let's not be too critical because you need to know. I really want to stress this. There's context to everything. Okay, we have people who don't understand how this national team um, process is working out, and so for you to criticize without knowing and understanding that, I want to be very, very careful to let you know that uh, we don't want that. We want to work collectively as fans, as people who are following the national team. We're passionate about our country. I know that, and you know that jersey being worn—it's it's a big deal. And so I'm hoping that some of the players that are leaving from Eritrea. Uh, hopefully respect that and remain uh, with a team and come back and go back to Eritrea and build their careers because now we have peace. In the past, I understand there was economic problems, so people left and don't let those people outside fool you. They're not watching out for your interests at all. They're trying to use it as a political tool and I want to stress that strongly to everyone. So uh, look, with that, Um, I want to say congratulations to Eritrea, congratulations to Coach Alam Seged, congratulations to entire ENFF, I've been working very closely with them, they are amazing people, I'm hoping they open up a little bit and understand that everybody that's trying to help them is only trying to help the national program, nobody's trying to um, dictate or um, tell people in Eritrea, within the ENFF, to get things done a certain way or or this way. It's about working together collectively to promote our national interest, our national team, our, our national program as a nation.